Cindy asked a vortex on my Jimmy got a blast. Oh yeah, that's funny. I remember that now. It's a funny one. Yeah, you got a fetish for that cartoon character. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I, I kind of like that one from Rugrats. What's her name? Huh? Angelica. Angel Angelica. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like him with an attitude like that. And then she softens up in the uh, the teen version. She's like the. Oh, uh, see, I've never seen that. Show. Yeah, I watched a couple episodes of that. She softened up. <laughs> I think I think so. I think she's like. A he listened to "Yes, I'm Changing" by Tame Impala. What? He listened to "Yes, I'm Changing" by Tame Impala. Yeah, on acid. On acid and just changed your life. Yeah, they seem very hippie, so I guarantee they smoke no weed. Yeah. He ate octopus while fucking taking mushrooms. Got in tune with the universe. I mean, you look, at like, the, uh, you look at the parents, too. Like, the parents on, um... Oh, bro. Tommy's dad was fucking stoned at yeah, all times. Yeah, this dude builds fucking toys. <laughs> There's one episode, I don't know what it is. I don't remember the episode, but I have the gif on my phone. Where he's just up at like 6 a.m. like stirring a pot or something and he looks all fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No, but like that's definitely the cover, the cover photo for this podcast. Yeah, 100%. Stu Pickles is the, uh, is the name of this episode. <laughs> yes, 100,000 million. Gazillion percent. Stu Pickles. Yeah. Do you know what I perfected, bro? What's up? Have you ever had risotto? Oh, yeah. Have you ever had risotto? I believe so. Yes. I perfected it on Sunday. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. That's a hard thing to perfect. I know. That's why, like, I'm talking about it. I'm, like, stoked about it. I want to share. Like, I fucking... I went into work on Sunday. We're closed on Sunday, but I went in there at, like, 10 a.m. and just worked on it until, like, 4. And uh, a couple different batches, a couple different things, but the technique is what's hard about it. It's not necessarily the flavor. I know. You get the technique down. And my last batch was so fucking good. Like, the head chef just happened to walk through, and I, like, tried it. I, like, made him try it. And he, like, affirmed my opinions. That's amazing. It's good to have in your back pocket, like, a fucking weapon. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I just added another weapon. Like, a special weapon on, like, Super Smash Brothers. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to talk anymore, but... um, I can appreciate you because you know me. I like cooking shows, and I know every. I know a lot of things. I'm a. I'm a fan of cooking, so I understand yeah. how difficult it is to even well, like make of, a decent risotto, much less master yeah. it. So congratulations. Yeah, it's one of those things where you have to. You have to toast. You have, for one, you have to build your aromatics. You have to build the flavors. You have to toast the rice on top of that. Yeah. Put in more aromatics, like deglaze the pan if you want to. Like I deglazed in like Chardonnay white wine, and then um, have your stock, which like your flavor of your stock is a whole other thing. But like I can build stocks well because I worked at a butcher shop in Austin. Like I know how to work with bones and shit. So build your stock, toast your like your rice, build your aromatics, and then it's just patience. Like you just add. A little bit of fucking liquid, let it soak up, wait up. Like you have to stir the entire time. It takes like forty-five minutes. I was about to say, and do you have the time? Add a little bit by a little bit. 
It's like, it's so finessed. And that's the other thing, because I'm such, like, a fucking, like, a bowl in a china shop when I cook. Like, I'm used to just numbers and, like, just fucking running shit up. So, like, to perfect things that are finessed, like, I've been working with pastries and fucking risotto and rice and these different things where it's, like, this is all finessed, like, being strong and, like, having good knife skills doesn't help when you have to sit there for 35 minutes and just, like, fucking talk to this rice to hope it, like, turns out well, you know? And, like, working with, like I said, pastries and cakes are the exact same thing, where you it's, know, like, you, know you're not you can be a badass. doesn't fucking matter how many tattoos you've got. You've got to fucking do the numbers and take your time. So that's why it's dope to add those elements in. You know the next thing you have to do? What is it? You know. I'm telling you, you know the next thing you have to do. Was that a question? I mean, no. You're telling me that I know. Okay. What do, okay, what, what are you, what coming you, from me. What's your next, your next feat to tap, like, to, to do? It's in the pastry department. Is it a fucking, like, a, is it, I'm gonna, we're gonna play 20 questions, okay? Okay. Are they, like, is there, are they multicolored? Yes. Are they multi-flavored? Yes. Do they come in a small box? Yes. Yeah, I know, I was just talking about that last week. Actually, it's funny that you say that because we were talking about that. A chick that cuts my roommate's hair makes those like as a side gig. And I was just like, dude. Those are just like risotto. Those are hard to make. Like, it's really hard to master them. I I know, but at the end of the day, what is it? Fucking like egg whites? Yeah, but it's all about the pan shake and like making sure that they're all consistently the same size. And yeah, then I get that. making sure that it's not like it's like sifting whatever they sift like well so it's not chunky at all and it's making sure that they have that little crack when you like touch it it's like kind of like yeah. it, it's all yeah. about the texture and it's like really hard with like the temperatures and like what pan you yeah. use and whatever because like the other thing is is like every like like oven is different it's that too and she was talking about like the outside temperature and like moisture in the air like yeah. humidity makes yeah. a difference in how they're gonna turn out so it's crazy when a company like what, what's that name of the company lottery it's crazy how they produce fucking quality and quantity i wonder if they have like some special like room you know like how some rooms like oh, you yeah. can adjust I mean, humidity and temperature place, like a freezer room or like a bakery has like yeah, you know, exactly. Like, but there, oh, yeah, there's, like, there's rooms where make, like, sausages that have to be a certain humidity and fucking temperature. Meat hanging for three weeks. Like, so I know they can do that. They must They must do that. Yeah. Just so they control, at least have some sort of, like, air conditioning unit that, that controls humidity and temperature of the room. Yeah. But that's your next thing. Those are so finicky and, like, so hard. Cause and those are going to be the... I'm so excited to get that because at the end of the day, that's so, like pure flavor essentialism that's just like one thing it's like rose water fucking perfect the flavor of rose water perfect the flavor of orange you know what i mean it's like so obviously there's some where it's like orange cream or some fucking like cappuccino like there is a little bit more but it's still like perfecting one essential flavor and color i like the ones that are like black i don't know how to say it currant or whatever and like what else is in it like i don't know probably like tangerine or something or like yeah. the ones like, like you, black sesame like once you can get jiggy with it like you can get funky eventually once you have like the fucking uh, oh yeah but <laughs> you have to it still is it but it's exactly what you said though it's like it's still one like pretty much like one to two flavors you know and it's like you have to taste 
those. And for it not to taste artificial is like, oh my god, yeah. I think the hardest part to do. And it's kind of funny too. I was this is this loosely relates, but I read this cookbook called Raw, um, and it's a vegan raw cookbook. And yeah. the point of it is extracting the most flavors you can. So it's like in different techniques because be produced are to be considered uh, like vegan or raw. It can only be brought up to like 115 degrees. I was about to say you can't cook your food. I had a client who yeah. used to who was raw, and she yeah, was like, she's like, really really, like you can't even Fair. cook your food. No, but you can do things. You can bring it up to 115 degrees, so you can develop flavors a little bit, like using dehydrators and different things like that. Yeah. But the problem is that, like, 120, the enzymes break down, and the enzymes are the reason you want to be raw, apparently, like, per this book. But the whole thing is about developing flavors without, like, classic French techniques, which is most of cooking. So I can't, like, sit and, like, fucking play with this risotto for 45 minutes to develop the flavors of the aromatics I put in. I have to, like, just use what I have. That's so in that master, book, he talks about how to flavors. That's hard. Yeah, but in the book, it gives, like, techniques how to extract flavors, um, you know, pack a punch that I think could translate over, like I said. I was about to say, do you think you can use it to, like, translate over to non-raw cooking? Yeah, yeah, and the point would be to, like, something I learned, like, when I was in Austin, I went to, I did a couple classes at Le Cordon Bleu, and they showed me, they showed me, um, like, like, something that always stuck with me was I was breaking down lobster, and, you know, instead of lobster, there's, like, some green shit, like, gunk shit, when you cook it, I don't know if you know that or not, Um, but there's, like, brains and guts and shit, okay, and normally that's extracted, but they were like, no, keep that shit. And it looks nasty. It looks like just shit. They're like, keep it. Well, I'm going to show you something cool. Is it not? Know. You know how, like, shrimp have the veins? Is Like, the poop veins? Is it not that? It's not that. Because what I'm talking about is literally, like, it's organs. So, oh. it's like, what you're talking about is, like, literally shit. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm talking about is, like, it's brain. So, oh. So, they said to keep it. I, I took it and I put it in an oven, like, super low. Like, a dehydrator would work, too, for, like... 20 minutes and it became this red powder and then i mixed it with uh salt and it became like a seafood salt That's and it was so i've ever heard in my life it was so fucking flavorful that so then you so i've just extracted good. this fucking flavor so then you make a risotto or whatever the fuck you make and then just dust that on top of it and it's like a it's like it tastes like the ocean you know what i wow. mean so it's like using those kind of techniques you can That's develop so the flavor cool. extract that and put it into a cookie or like whatever the fuck you want to do. But I think having that kind of thing, like I saw at one of the restaurants I did, they did the same thing with orange zest. They dehydrated it. Oh, and it fuck me up. up with orange zest. I love orange peels more than anything. Okay, orange peels dehydrated and, and dusted. So it's a salt. So then you can put it in like, imagine just putting oh, like yeah. orange salt have, on ice cream. I have an orange zest. Well, someone else did it obviously for me. Store-bought salt. Oh, really? Uh-huh. That's fire. I've never even seen that. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, you get that at, like, Williams-Sonoma and, like... Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But that's fire. Yeah, like, that's the point. It's just extracting flavors to, like, some super raw element that you can put into other things. Like, that's... I guarantee that's how they're doing macarons. And, and I'm sure oh, yeah. it's, like, little, like... They turn it into a liquid, so you can just add a couple drops into a batch or something like that. But it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Extract. Well, let me know when you master it. I'll be the first to try. Okay, I'll start working on it. Just ship me one single one. That's going to be fire in a big-ass box. Yeah. 
I mean, or you can just give, like, move here soon. Yeah, or not. Yeah, I mean, there's that, too. Yeah. You know what's funny, bro? Okay, I'm leaving. Goodbye. See you later. Good talk. That was fun. That was a fun talk. Great. You know Glad funny? you enjoyed it. Fucking, right. uh... Can I close this? Yes, please. Okay. Alright, good night. Good night. Is my phone in here? I don't think so. I'm, okay, I might be. Okay, goodbye. What's funny is there's so many levels to like your craft. I mean, every craft. There's levels to music. There's levels to, you know, everything. Cooking, teaching, sports. Yeah. And it's like crazy to like think about the accessibility that you can get to certain foods just by uh, learning how to cook like extraordinary things. So you can provide like, you can literally make world-class macaroons. That costs yeah. like fifty dollars to buy in the store type shit, and you can just like learn how to make them. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, dude, I fucking my life, my definitely my culinary life, but my life in general has been kind of fucking changed over the past three, three, four weeks. Yeah. Um. I fucking I just like I got this new job and like I'm surrounded by talent again, and I, I started like. Looking at food, like, used to look at food, but with my new lens of, like, things I've learned over the past couple years since being in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had, like, a newfound, like, appreciation or whatever. But I was watching, I was watching a, his name's Thomas Keller. He's a chef, French Laundry, Napa Valley, California, like, one of the best restaurants in the nation. Yeah. Uh, I was watching a talk he gave at Stanford. Today I was watching it today. This, the talk was not today, but I was watching his talk today, and he said somebody said uh, that like stuck with me, and I never really thought of before. He was like, a sh- when he was young, he was like started out as a dishwasher. He was never he never went to culinary school or anything like that. But when he was young, a sh- uh, chef mentor of him told him the dopest thing about cooking is that you're literally like nurturing people. You can bring them like joy and comfort and like bugs via food like if i like your favorite meal whatever the fuck it is let's say it's mac and cheese and i like i i cook the mac and cheese with the intention of like you with the intention of your sustenance and your enjoyment and your pleasure and like comfort you i got big keep going i'm gonna note something and you fucking and you uh, you feel that and you appreciate that and like the whole it's the whole thing of like and it's so funny because like i was looking at that and i was like dude i'm so, so like i never want to think about that because i just want to chug beers in the walk-in and get tattoos and like smoke cigarettes sometimes and i want to be like the cool like anthony bourdain maddie matheson like chef but i don't like when i fucking cook food i'm sensitive like, when I cook food, I'm, like, I'm scared to let people try it. And, like, if I know they like it, I'll, like, give them everything. It's, like, I'm coming over to your house every Sunday to make you, like, it's just, like, it's so funny how much I related to that. And I've never thought about it in those terms before. But it makes so much sense. And it's so funny for me, too, because, like, I'm not that person in general. Like, that's my attitude to be that person. Like, it's, like, if anything's happening in my family, I, I'm not the first person to fucking text you or call you. But, like... Can I cook some soup? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, can I come over on Sunday? We'll grill out. Like, that's my in. Like, that's how I make friends. Yeah. It's like, it's either by, like, 
cooking or like partying. Like those are the things that I know how to like. That, that's how I show fucking emotion. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Beautiful. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. Like, as far as the money thing is, like, dude, like that's such an asset to have too. Because if I could just like. Not everybody can experience those a fucking like a thirty dollar box of macaroons from the from mm-hmm. like underneath the Ritz or whatever the fuck that was. Mm-hmm. But if I could just bring that to people, I mean, yeah, it's crazy that like just working hard to learn the craft it really does will pay off. It's like you'll have access, your brain will have access to newer frequencies, higher frequencies, levels. Like your peers are now were once your masters. So it's just like that shit really does pay off. Like just like devoting yourself and like being constantly focused and like thought on your purpose and like what you love and what you want to do and stuff. Shit pays off. Like you're going to get naturally to the point where you're making like you're collabing with a bakery to make like a special macaroon that only you've ever made. Yeah. What's the, I mean, really? What's the fucking difference? Like, I mean, what's the, what's in between my knowledge right now and the knowledge of that? It's like just fucking time. Yeah, it's just time and like work, like being, intent, yeah, working, like putting yourself in the in the actual being, constant, like not constantly, but just like the experience, like. It's funny because that's literally everything. Yeah, every everything craft, every passion ever. Yeah, I mean, you look, at, like, you look at Rajon Rondo. Dude's hooping, yeah. dude. He's a champion. His yeah. his soul is a champion. So, like, when you carry that energy, you're just different. No matter how, like, it is what it is. Like, Yeah, I think that, like I said, it's like... Fucking... It, uh, it's for everybody, it's for everybody's passion, it's the same thing, just work hard, have intention, like, stay focused, I'm just, so there's, I mean, obviously, whatever people do, they're passionate about it for a reason, yeah. I'm just so happy to be passionate about what I'm passionate about, because it's instant gratification, it's, like I said, it's, like, sustenance, it's necessary in daily life, it's fucking, it's nurturing, it's, yeah, like, it's bad. I'm so happy to be, like, into food, like I am, like, I'm so thankful for this path no it's it's yeah it's joy it's like this yeah I, so i finished writing a song today which was pretty cool because i haven't wrote in a long time yeah that's fine <laughs> so but it's the, the whole the whole uh concept behind the feeling is all about just continuing to invest in like joy and finding the things that like will give you joy and it's not even about like finding things that are you know there's toxic things there's things that we use to you know numb something and or like use it to access an energy that we require to be in you know but yeah like there is like like, yeah like a vice but like at the same time like it's for some reason, I'm not sure 100% what the definition is, but when I hear that, I feel like it's a negative connotation of something that we use to, like, 
Yeah, I feel that, but I also, every time I hear it, I think of it as, like, a positive in a sense of, like, it's accepted. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I, I acknowledge that, like, you know, like, I acknowledge that alcohol is not the healthiest thing, but it's a vice. Like, I'm not, like, doing anything. I'm accepting it into my life because it, br- it brings this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just every time yeah. I hear the vice, I have positive. Yeah. Okay, I like that because I really don't have too much knowledge on the word other than like the fact that I know that is it, it's basically like a connectedness between two things or something that you take or not or you love or you experience it. So like basically like I'm, one of my sh- this is like a weird example but it like just came up a couple of days ago. One of the chefs at the restaurant was like, I don't drink anymore. I don't smoke cigarettes. I don't fucking do drugs anymore. But I have a cigar every night when I get off work. Like, you can't, like, that's my vice. You can't give up everything. So it's just like, I don't know if that's positive connotation or negative, but I just, like, think of that as, like, I don't know, it's not that bad of a vice. Like, I like fucking Mr. Pip. I don't know. Yeah. Vice, I have one every night after work. But, like, I'm just like, dude, I cuss a lot, man. And it's like, it's not even out of malice. It's just like to like, it's fillers and exp- like, it adds a little bit of feeling to what I'm saying. Like if I'm starving, I'll be like, dude, I'm fucking starving. But it's yeah. like, it's the, like, I'm not that starving, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm Gucci. Like I ate like a, some bagel bites and some donut munchkins at 10 and it's 2.30 and I'm like, oh my God. Well, you could eat. But you're not fucking starving. Yeah, <laughs> literally, yeah. But uh, nah, bro, cussing a lot. Yeah, like I mean, it's something that, that, that it's something that I've noticed a lot recently because, I, like I said, I got the new job, so I'm kind of like in my head sometimes with like just how I'm perceived by these a whole group of new people. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like oh a, yeah. That's and it's like a big restaurant. And I mean, there's like a lot of employees, so I constantly like I'm so on the outside in so many circles. It's because like I'm the new guy in a kitchen. It's like a fucking, it's like a football team anywhere, a pirate ship. Like it's hard to get into, yeah. and it's big. So there's a lot of people, and it's just like whatever. And I kind of like, I, you know, I'm kind of like already like come in suspect because I have like a knife tattoo and I fucking. I, uh, my resume is solid, so it's like I come in there, and like in a kitchen, you would think that that would be like appreciated, but it's more on the lines of like you got to really earn your way in here because like you came in, like nobody wants to lose their spots, like you're on fucking high, like everybody's watching you type shit. So I'm like really kind of nervous all the time. So I've been thinking about what I'm saying, and like mm-hmm. the dude, the chef will be like, "How long on the salmon?" And I'm like, "Yo, fucking uh, four minutes." You know what I mean? I'm just like shouting this out across the kitchen. And I'm just like, dude, it's a kid. It doesn't matter. It's a kitchen, but sometimes I'm like, damn, like I just yelled, yeah, fucking four minutes. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it <laughs> but, bro, but bro, like, but bro, but bro, no, but that's no, 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 and bro, it's funny because I don't know. Sometimes I'll like go off on little missions when people are talking to me, and I'm still enjoying it, but I'm like, and I'm not, it could be like a narcissistic thing that I have. But like I'll also I'll start interpreting it in my own experiences so I can give them my response to what they're saying. Yeah. So like I'll be like, yeah. all right, how do I like let let me understand what they're saying, how I can understand it. You know what I'm saying? And like I am empathetic. I can feel how you're saying and like but 
that's bro. Look, you look at the elites, because you know how much courage it takes to like be so focused on the play that you are willing. Like, it's not easy to fire people. It's not easy to fucking. You know, you have to be willing to care enough about like what you're doing. Like Michael Jordan talks so much shit, bro. Fuck you. Give me the fucking ball. You can't. Sh- you ain't shooting shit today. Yeah, he's that way worse shit. Than yeah, that exactly. <laughs> so, but I'm just saying, like, I know. Like it, to be a leader, that's a leadership. You're like executing a play. You're not like being mean. I feel like something I was thinking about when you were talking yeah. was we can kill ourselves so many, so many times, bro. We're always in our own way. And this goes for everybody. Well, like I can demonize myself and like look at myself like I'm I'm doing something bad or like I'm a bad person for this. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, I know, and it's like it's funny. Uh, I felt like over the past week or two, especially like I said in this new environment where I'm just kind of like in my own way heavily, and it's just like I feel like it's. Be- I'm not hard on myself about it because I'm in environment it's uncomfortable like i haven't been around a kitchen or like a new kitchen in a long ass time so mm-hmm. i'm not hard on myself about it but it has been kind of rough just like getting used to everybody and like getting fucking learning the menu and getting my own feet down mm-hmm. so i'm like really in my head about it but over the past couple of weeks i've been really in my head about the fact of like, like you said like being mean like i'm kind of fucking mean sometimes like in the kitchen environment. You're, like you're it's like, exa- I mean, I have yeah. no time for bullshit at all. Like it's like, dude, like, and it's so, and I get it because like I do it. I know that I'm doing it, and I choose to continue doing it because like, for one, that's who I am in that environment. And for two, like that's who the greats are. So it's like I'm not trying to like coddle your motherfucking emotions. Like I'm trying to be fucking great out here. So if I have to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's just get down to the point. If I need something, it's like, yo, give me that fucking <laughs> bok choy. Yo. I'm so that hurt your feelings that I said, give me that fucking bok choy. Can have my bok choy, please? Yo. But I need that fucking bok choy. So, like, yo, yeah. where's my fucking watermelon radish? Yeah, yeah. Get that on the handling now, dude. Yeah. Because yeah. I needed that out five minutes ago. The crab cakes yo. are out. What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, bro, you look no, at... Fucking, you're over there rapping fucking Juice World. I need a fucking... A salad. <laughs> Shut your mouth. No, see, I have no time. For, and I know, like, I get it. Especially, like, the new guy. We walked a band. Like, it doesn't even matter if you're the new guy, but especially if you're the new guy. Yeah. Feelings get hurt. But that salad went out, though. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Bro. Like, the play got ran, dude. Peyton Manning is, you know. He told you what route to run. You ran it as a tutty. So, stop bitching. Stop your bitching. <laughs> you got the fucking shit. Like, yo. The play got ran, dude. Um. Hell yeah. Yeah, bro. Fucking. It's crazy, bro. Like. We just can get in our own way when we're really just out here fucking in our shit. Like, we're in the shits. We are, like, we need to self love more and let. Let us be free to realize that we're, yeah, you know what I'm saying, like contributing, like. And if you think about it, like, dude, like, who you look up to in any facet, but it's so easy for me to like compare, not compare myself to, but 
while I'm looking up to like a, a chef that I admire, I can imagine them at my stage and who they might be in a way, or anybody. You can do it as Jesus, and just what would Jesus do? Like that kind of thing. What would Kanye do? Who would Kanye be, or what, who would fucking Anthony Bourdain be in this kitchen right now if he needed that salmon dropped? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I understand. The point is that it's rare, and, and he would have been judged in the same city. Like, you know what I'm saying? The same conflict would have happened. Like, that's what it takes to be that. Like, how weird is it for fucking, you know, like any like rapper to go through struggling times, like fucking, you know what I'm saying, being art, selling clothes at Babe. You know what I'm saying? It's the same shit. Like you're, you're in this exact same shoes this person is. Mm-hmm. It's rare, and they have the same challenges because they're like it's like to be a lead, to be that kind of in that kind of club is like there's not going to be many of you out there. You're not communicating with yourself in that way. Yeah. I feel like I just said that super fucked up, but I was just saying like basically what would Tanya? Yeah. But looking around at my life right now and like there's so much shit going on like and I also realize that as we age we start getting into like different frequencies, different energies that are happening, you know, like people like are the people that we grew up like everyone. It's weird. We're getting old in a way, not old, but we're like experiencing like a new, you know, like. We're going to war with Ragnar type shit now, like, <laughs> like we're not little kids playing on the playing with wooden swords anymore. It's like, yeah, that that plays into it too because like, if I'm like, if it sucks to be like this, but if I'm like. <laughs> In a situation, I need to run a play, even if it's, like, in the streets and it's, like, about my mission type shit. I'm not, like, the nicest guy. Like, I'm not, like... Like, if there's two of us at the bookstore and I need this cookbook to run a play, I'm getting the cookbook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, like... Shit has a different weight. I mean, I don't know. Everything for me is food, so it's, like... Me at 18 is, like going with everybody and every time someone asks me like smoke a blunt with them I'm like hell yeah like hell yeah dude but like me at 26 is like no nah, dude like I'm gonna go study because I need to be a fucking I'm trying to learn something you know what I mean so it's like a different level of different level of seriousness because I'm older I think mm-hmm. crazy and also, bro, I think something that really is uh, really the hardest part, honestly, for us to get into the class where we want to be, and that is like to be associated with people we admire, people that contribute to the human race and to art and creativity and all this stuff, is that you have to, I like, I have been like who I am to you. Like, I've been expressing so much more of myself. I'm not fake to particular people like you know we can wear masks we can be like especially when we're in like situational circumstances like work or like we're doing our passions that's like a zone that's like a thing but like a lot of people like that i went to high school with like i'm like reflecting on it right now like i'm so out there with my shit like my music is like 
the shit that I love and like the shit that I'm not like I guess fuck like they think I'm out here fucking fucked up when I'm just I'm happy because I'm just expressing shit and I'm being and I and I'm very like it's all love you know what I'm saying you already know and the thing about it too is like that's kind of what I was talking about is like this is stages of the game that exactly our people have walked through because this is a stage what are they gonna say and do something I battle with all the time and this is not I battle with it because it's, I don't think it's the right way to look at things so I've been mm-hmm. working on not looking at it yeah but I always think that Kanye West song can't tell me nothing okay mm-hmm. just wait till I get my money right I just I always have that kind of mentality <laughs> like, where it's like no because if I pull up bro I can be as crazy yeah, as I want to be my dick is Yo. out. I'm talking in, in the fucking in the alley. I have a fucking old English forty. I got one sock on. I'm crazy as fuck. But if I pull up in a G wagon, I'm a genius. Wow. But if I pull up in a G wagon, I'm a genius. But if it's me with no car or a busted ass Monte Carlo, I'm just a fucking psycho. Exactly. Yeah. I can talk all these things. I can fucking burn incense and have fucking rocks in my pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And be broke and be fucking crazy. But if I'm fucking rich, I got a James Beard Award. You know what's up. But bro, and and broke. you know you want to know something crazy, bro. We are. I think I think something that is going crazy right now in the world is that it is the end of an era. It's the end of like there was in Soho. There was a really cool mural that I captured. Like literally, it was like I think maybe right after you left, like in March. So like early 2020. There was something on the wall that was like 3D. It looked like a gummy on brick. It was like a green jelly gelatin looking thing. And it said end of money. And I'm telling you, bro, we're in like, you look at the rise of like what's getting a lot of energy investment, like podcast. That is a pure fucking yes. conversational, real human thing. Yes. And like, you know, dude, this sucks to say too, but this is the truth. 100%, we are already, this this part doesn't suck, the second part sucks, the first part is good. We are already who we, like, want to be. Yeah. Like, you make music, like, you, like, it's dope as fuck, you're out here doing your passions, you're surrounded by culture, that's exactly what you want. Like, I get to fucking cook for my life and be in that kind of lifestyle, like, that's exactly what I want. The <laughs> only difference is, like, state, like, status. Yeah, yeah. Status. That's the only difference. Because then, if I have status, I have a platform. I can be more creative. I can live more of the lifestyle. I can have multiple restaurants. I can have a nice car. I can have my creative ideas out here. But that's just exactly what I'm doing on a magnified scale. So the only difference is status, and the only difference is like money and success. Like perceived success, like leads to opportunities. But if there was like no money or anything, we are exactly who we are. We are exactly who we want to be. Exactly. The only block for me is money. Yeah. And just like what people think of me and the opportunities that come my way, but it's like still the same thing. Yeah. I'm still gonna be having the same thoughts of creativity. Like I'm still gonna be trying to come up with a menu for the brewery. You know what I mean? It's like the same yeah. thing. I'm just gonna have like outside like opportunity and acceptance type. Crazy perspective. And money, that's dope. No, so yeah, I think that we are at the end. It's it's just there's a, you know, there's gonna be something that jumps in. On have you listened to Joe Rogan's podcast recently? And since he's moved to Austin in his new studio, I watched a little bit of the Curry guy. That one was amazing, bro. Like this dude, they he knows he's just an information, it's a wealth of fucking 
information of just knowledge of every topic and every thing going on in the world that's like and there's just he he think he doesn't think he knows that like there's going to be a new form like of like worldwide currency or something that's associated with like i don't know something but he's also like a bit like he's his passion is like conspiracy and like looking at reasoning so like he also has a lot of investment into like conspiracy so I think that's why I didn't watch the whole thing. It's like I can't get into that shit too much. I I listen. You know. You know why? <laughs> I could. I like because it's Joe, bro. It's like Joe is mentally like on our like we could have the dopest conversations with Joe. Rogan. Yeah. Like right now, like I would. I'm more comfortable talking to Joe Rogan than I am like a lot of people I know. It's just because like I I'm like. I know what he talks about. I can feel what he talks about. And like, like I said, it's status. Like, let's say we're doing, you know. Status you is your, the best word of all time. I think having, I love that. Yeah. Status, status stew pickles. Status. Ooh, status stew pickles. Status stew. Status stew. Oh my God. That might be my new rap name. <laughs> that's so fire, dude. What the fuck? Dude, bro. That's the name of my song that I wrote today. <laughs> that's a fact. You just named it? Yeah, status stew. That's so fire, bro. Bro, but what I was saying too to jump this back, like perceived, like you were talking about who up the bam, like you're perceived in a negative light because you're open about your life and your decisions and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Other than dude, like putting on a mask for everybody. I, I don't like how I, like, if I have demons, they coming out, bro. I'm not letting those fuckers. What? Build. How else can you live? Like yeah, that and so that's why all these people so got demons, you fucking pussies. Get that shit out. Passion, yeah. pain, and demon slaying, bro. If you need Dude, guidance, it. go that's listen it. to that album, bro. Bro, if it's too hot in the kitchen, get the fuck out. Exactly. You got to slay him, bro. What the fuck? You can't let your... Obviously, there's secrets and there's things and th- like that you have connections and you like experience them with like maybe your intermediate family. Like Not everyone needs to know everything about you, but at the same time, it's like... Express yourself. Express what you're feeling so you can feel true and you can, like, really walk in your shoes. I mean, there's no other way. There's no other way to be true. There's no other way to, like, excel in your fucking... Like, to even know your passions. Like, if you're putting on a mask, like, do you have a passion? Like, how how do you even know yourself? How do you know what to follow if you're, like, not true to yourself? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, like, like in terms of the alchemist and shit like that, how do you get close to, like, your fucking source energy that tells you what to do? Like, how are you close to your intuition if you're just, like, putting on a front for everybody? Mm-hmm. Because do you believe the front? That's even worse. Here it is, bro, right here. Yeah. Shake it. <laughs> New York law, baby. That shit's been in Dublin. Or not Dublin, uh, Bricks. Oh, yeah, it was <laughs> Bricks, Bricks, Bricks. Bro, that, so that Action Bronson ice cream, let me do a uh, little review on that. And give it a fucking one out of ten. I know what you're going to say, but that's fine. I'm trying to really, like, 
Bro, it's it's something that no like it's a handful of people that taste this experience in its existence. Like that, it's not gonna re-release. And if it does, oh, so you know what fire. I'm saying? So like, when you think about that. It's a ten, bro. Like I lived yeah, eating this, eating that. It was priceless. I will do anything. It's if it's my last twenty-one dollars, I'm gonna experience it because that's what gives me joy. And so that is a ten, and that is something that I'll always remember. Like the container, I was gonna keep it, but it, it's a sticker. Like the logo on the front is a sticker, so it's on my sticker board now. Fire. That's even more fire. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it was just, it was amazing, bro. The flavors, like guava is amazing. It's guava jam, guava marshmallow, and uh, cornmeal cookie. The cookie has like a butterfingery texture, taster. Um, amazing. Like the jam, like the, the top has a, everything. So there's a lot of cookie, a lot of jam, ice cream, marshmallow. Just so you can dive in on that action shit. Fuck, that's delicious. But I was surprised and shocked at the proportion through the entire pint. Like... It's not no bullshit at Dairy Queen where all the cookie dough is on top and then it's ice cream and oh, you know, on the bottom. Yeah, you know, like, there's literal jam throughout. Like, wet jam. It's not like frozen jam. It's like That's fire. syrupy, like tangy, tart fire, bro. Like, it tastes like the guava and the empanadas. I don't know if you had the guava mozzarella, but it's just like that, that guava. It's like sweet, but it's not overly tart like a lemon. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, lemon is very tart. But it is kind of tart. It's kind of tart, but it's like, it's an exotic tasting fruit. It's an exotic. It's very like dragon fruity, but not dragon fruity. I don't think I've ever had guava. It's amazing. And I'm excited because you literally have guava in my freezer right now. Like you have, uh, you have rub it. Rub it on my belly like it's guava jelly. Yeah. You um, know that? No. Bob song. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, Rub it on my belly like it's guava. Speaking jelly. of songs, have you heard uh, Trooper Red's new song with Buster Rhymes? Hell no. Really? I'm not against it, but no, I haven't. <laughs> I don't know that I was aggressive. Else. I was like, damn, like, are you, do you have something against either of the two? No, because I've just been in a different mind state, my dude. I, I just haven't. I feel you. And the reason I said it so hard, I'm not gonna, I'm sorry. Let me back up. The reason I said it so hard is because at work, I'm just like, I'm in my headphones listening to Bronson or like Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Or Tame Impala or The Misfits. Like, it's a very weird, like, it's not, this is not that. But they always sit, like, I'm at work cooking and they're like, yo, you heard this new fucking Juice World dropped a single with The Weeknd? And I'm just like, bro, like, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just not there right now. No, like, that, I don't, I don't, trust me, trust. Yes, but like Trippy's on weird shit, bro. Like, look at look how beautiful this cover is. Yeah, no, I fuck with Trippy. Oh wow! Like it, it's it's that? different. It's like it's it's funny because like with Buster Rhymes. Yeah, bro. Like, listen, I'll play this sample. <laughs> no cap. Yeah, bro, it's the... Right, right here, watch. 
Come on, bro. This is fucking fire. 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 Is Buster Rhymes in it? Yes. Will you give me a taste of what he sounds like? Yes. Come on, bro. I got you, bro. It's literally called I Got You featuring Buster Rhymes. The, like, it's fucking ridiculous, bro. Like, no, that's stupid fire. Yeah, it should be, should be weird. Yeah, bro. Like he's, uh, he's like on that like weirdo shit, and I forget that. But every time I go back to him, bro, I'm like, yo, like he's, yeah. That album cover is like the weirdest album cover I've ever seen. I think it's so beautiful, bro. No, I don't say weird in a bad way. Yeah, bro, like, it, this is going to be fun to listen to this in frequencies, you know? You want to know something funny? Well, what up, bro? What's good? What's funny? These are just the thing that's on my mind. This is just a really weird take. It's a hot take, bro. It's an uncomfortable take. It's a very David Cho. No, let's show. get there. Let's get there, baby. David is- Cho. Because I care so much, it's like it, it makes me do the same. Yeah. And like, like I, there's things that have, are going on with like my family too that are like, you know, like last night, bro. Like I, uh, I really let everything sink in. I was like, tequila it out, a little bit of yeah. bud, just like jamming, expressing, feeling. Like I started creating again. I was writing. Yeah. Uh, and then I just let everything that was like going on really hit me and bro i was like crying but it was like i felt good to let that out like all right give me give me five seconds please yeah maybe 15. (laughs) 
Come on, bro. I'm about to jam this shit in the store, bro. You saw it? Yeah, I saw it before you said it. But anyway, no, what I was, where I was going with that is like, it's so funny how something can happen and then you can like look at every fucking thing differently. And it's yeah. like, literally, it sounds dramatic, but it's not because it's real life. Yeah. But if it's, it's the movie scene where like Dorothy is in a fucking house in a tornado or something mm-hmm. and then smacks on the ground and then life is in color. It's like that different, where she walks out of the black and white fucking house, and then it's like the yellow brick road type shit. Where it's like literally everything is different, bro. Like before, I was so lost in my own head that I'm, I'm at like the coffee shop, just like pissy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm maybe I'm happy, maybe I'm listening to Bob Marley, but I'm not paying attention to anything. But it's like, dude, like over the past couple weeks, like I'm going to the fucking coffee shop. I've developed a little relationship with the barista. I'm like, have, I had like a 45 minute conversation about like why I love it. Like the same conversation I had with Morgan, like just some two baristas like that I just met. Like they just like asked me what I was reading. And I was like, can I tell you about it? Like it's just completely fucking different. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like, I'm at fuck, like, I got normally the dude that doesn't want to have long talk. Like, just mm-hmm. like, yo, what up? I'm out. Like don't fucking ask about my day. Like I'm not telling you shit. Mm-hmm. I'm going, you know what I'm saying? We'll have to bam. I'm having conversations about what my Sunday's going to look like. It's like, yo, you want to fucking get together, fucking go out to the bar, like, go, like, new people, environments. It's like, it's a completely new fucking, like, it's so crazy how something can change your perspective. Like, oh, I've been such an asshole, I didn't realize this fucking, this chick at the, specifically this chick at the fucking coffee shop has been trying to talk to me, but I just blow her off every time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, that's what you meant by, like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's so crazy how something can shake your whole world up. You can remember what life is. You like start giving a fuck about your past. You can appreciate people and connections that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, how the worst of the negatives, like, it's yin and yang. It's like, after the thing, the more beautiful the opposition of it is. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like talking in like a circle but I can't like say exactly what I want to say I don't know why but yeah you know what I mean I know what you mean crazy well it's like I don't think it's crazy because like people write about it and talk about it and like it is what it is it's just like people talk about it like cheesy ass like movies like the notebook or something I've never seen The Notebook, but you know, like, romantic movies, how I was like, my life was shitty, and then you came around, and then I fucking mm-hmm. noticed that there was flowers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, people say shit like that. Yeah. It's so cheesy, and it's, like, ridiculous. Until you go through an experience that, like, proves that to be true. Like, you go through a fucking experience that makes you look at the rest of the world differently. Like, mm-hmm. those things exist. It's mm-hmm. like nothing, like, from my experience, like I said, it was kind of negative. Like, it was like a family member got sick, but it's like, dude. I'm looking, I'm taking nothing for granted. It's like, mm-hmm. I love every fucking moment. It's like any time that I have with anybody I care about, it's going to be maxed out. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, like, 
not just like, yo, what's up? It's like, how are you? Type shit. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And on the, and then like I said, yin and yang, the opposition of that is like, if I don't fuck with you, like now I really don't fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like, like I have, I have no game, time man. for this. It's, it's, it's like, I'm strong. I fucking cut scissors, people. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't have any time. This is baggage I'm carrying around. Like, I don't have time to even give you the hour chit-chat Yeah. a day. It's like, I'm sorry. Like, that made me feel ucky. Yeah. yeah. You know? I mean, I can't, I can't feel ucky anymore. Yeah. No, I mean, that all weighs on you. Like, everything that's ucky is a consideration of energy. And it's like, it's not. And that, it's, funny, it's definitely not propelling you. You know, it's not. No, and it's funny because the point of what I'm saying is like, sometimes you don't even know what you don't know. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even think that you're fucking like those things are weighing you down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't even notice the fucking the chick at the gas station that keeps complimenting you on your shoes. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, well maybe she's a person that I can have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, no, I like utilizing life, and I always like it's so hard to remember to communicate with the life in front of you. Yeah. But until you do that, like you don't, you don't experience. I think that's probably a good way to say it. Is like these kind of things, just like fucking like ground shattering things, like like literally like they shake you up to tell you to fucking appreciate what you have in front of you. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I'm walking past. It's raining. Like, okay, it's beautiful. Like, the raindrops are creating puddles, and it looks like something out of a fucking like children's poetry book. Like, it's sick, dude. Like, everything is dope. There's new flowers that's lit. Mm-hmm. I just happened to have a couple beers in the fridge from last weekend. Beautiful. Lit. Bro. Yeah, that's fire. That's dope. <laughs> that's that was the most. <laughs> That was the most Post Malone shit I've ever heard in my life, but it wasn't even like, it's just like relatability. It's not like you were acting. It was more so than anything, like just that relatability why we fuck with Post because we relate to him as a human. But, yeah, I didn't know you didn't have to preface it. Like, no, but I, it's, I'm prefacing it for the world. Oh, yeah. the world does not know. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, back to, like, not, I'm, I'm going to call this back. Like, I'm Kevin Hart. Like, that's the thing. It's like, you can be called fucking... Back like Post Malone, you're called Post Malone until you fucking have money and then you're just your own person. It's yeah. like, I wish I could just be me. If there's similarities, can we celebrate the similarities? Besides, I mean, instead of fucking negativity. Yeah. Maybe if you give it to me, I'll give yeah, it to that me. song is fire. I'm excited to listen to that song again. Uh, Hell yeah, man. Hell to the yes. No, but these easy slides are different. They're a little tight. They're tight? But there's there's an energy that comes from them. You know, like, they're comfy. They're comfy as fuck. But you have to be like, I don't know. I don't know if my feet are just not suited suited to the slide because I'm flat-footed. Oh... I'm not like wearing them through pain. Like that's not the situation. I'm not like I love Kanye. Yeah, you're fucking. Fuck funny. my feet. I just look cool. These are Kanye slides. Like they are comfy, and it's a different feeling. It's a very immersive slide. Uh, like right now, they're amazing. 
I'm just looking on if I, but uh, bro, they're only fifty five bucks. Next slide that releases, I'll I'll hold you some. It's only fifty dollars. Fifty five dollars. I was because I got him to flip, and then I heard that Drake lyric where he's like talks about not buying shit to flip, and I was like, I'm not a flipper, bro. Like I really fuck with these. <laughs> I got I get them at retail. Like utilize the fact that you can have them more so than selling them for like a seventy dollar profit. Yeah, what is money, dude? Exactly, exactly. Fuck, I'm... Ugh. Yeah, those resellers, bro, it's, it's like a whole thing. It's a whole... Like, obviously, you know it's a whole thing. Like, but, like, literally, like, the reseller, like, I see them. It's like, they're all, like, that's, like, a huge portion of customers. And then they just, like, chill outside in Soho and, like, trap their... Oh, fucking speaking shit. of that... What? They just stand outside of the, the shop and sell the shoes, or like, do they there's, wait? There's, so there's a store called V Files. It's like a uh, it's like a streetwear store slash like office like slash Uzi and Playboy Cardi have had interviews there. Slash a lot of artists go there. Music beginning artists go there. Type shit. They do interviews and all this stuff. Uh, but they sit outside out front and just smoke all day, just like a like group of ten, and then they uh, all like they always will go and get releases and they're like personal shoppers so like they'll shop for people they'll post on their Instagram that they have access like you know what I'm saying like their business is to shop and like and it's funny too because like nobody has more access than you if you were gonna you would be like the fucking no literally like the goat at that. no literally like the shoes bro bro you know what you need bro <laughs> check these out I'm gonna text them to you these drops. Bro, the fucking the sneakers I bought in Soho, uh, exclusive van sneakers to the Soho store, the whatever store, the van store they have there. Yeah. The they to the normal eyes, they're red vans, but they have different trim. They have a little bit more durability around the toe, or whatever. And Jeezy's wearing them, bro. The same color. Check these Fire. out, bro. Check these Fire. out. So you know the MoMA, the museum that we went to. Check this. They have this collab right now. The MoMA does? Yeah, check this. <laughs> Dude. Dang. Wait. What? How do you get them? They're in the store, bro. <laughs> Like, I looked at the sizes, and I think most si like, because I saw them, like, two months ago, a guy wore them into the store, and I was like, holy fuck, those are amazing, like, how'd you get those, where, blah, 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 like, whatever, like, I was literally chopping up, I was like, yo, those are fire, where'd you get them? Uh, he was like, at the store, bro, like, they're just stocked up, and, like, I just, like, never pulled the trigger and went and got them, I was just like, whatever. So I checked the website the other day, and you can check stock, and they don't have too many sizes. Left. It's like eights and sixes. Damn. Fire though. <laughs> that would be the livest van. Like I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get them. I'll get them off StockX eventually. It's like an everyday <laughs> shoe, bro. That's like an everyday little throw-on shoe. Damn. Vans is out here with some crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Those fucking momas are. Yeah, they're like a puke. 
I'm thinking about buying them from fucking I mean, Steam. you could probably get them like on uh, StockX for like 130 bucks. Let me check. They got them on, uh, in my size at Stadium Goods. For 200 <laughs> Bro, no, I can get you. What size are you? 11 and a half. Damn, those are expensive in that size. That's like the most popular size in men's, I think. See, it's crazy like how sizes vary prices. Like a lot of people that don't buy Yeezys, like so as an employee, you get access to hold the Yeezy, but you have to buy it like the day they get in the store. No bullshit. If you request it, you have to buy it because it's going to sell regardless. So it's like if you fucking take a sale away on some bullshit, like you're fucked. Um, but a lot of people will request like size sixes and they wear like tens because they just sell higher. Sixes do? Yeah, like there's certain sizes like that have good resale because it's like a rarer size. Like it's harder, it's like what girls, so girls can wear them, et cetera, et cetera. Like, Bro, there's a pair of CDG Vans on, on uh, Grailed. Yeah. That are fire, bro. They got laces. They just say CDG repetitively up the side. They're 400. Damn. Bro, it's funny. So, the, on, uh, this is a random story, a work story from tonight. Uh, I was working with the head chef, who's like this like 60-year-old Asian dude. We have no idea how old he is. I think he's like between 40 and 60. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wearing a beanie. I was wearing like a stocking cap to work today, yeah. and I was was hot as fuck at like nine o'clock. So I just like had it sitting on top of my head, and I was just like making something. <laughs> and uh, across the kitchen, someone was like, "Yo, action! Uh, you need anything before I take off?" Like, like call me action. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, I was bro, like, it's, <laughs> "It's crazy because, bro, it's crazy. It is so fucking crazy, like." People were so remember rememberable, like because we so are so uniquely as us. Like no one yeah. else is wearing a beanie in the kitchen on top of the head, fucking slinging I know. fucking pasta. I'm just like, like basting salmon with a beanie, just sitting, a bright orange beanie sitting on top of my head. Same. And, uh, and uh, so he's like, "Yo, action! Uh, you need anything?" And uh, so I started laughing. Everybody started laughing. Okay, duh. It was funny. It was good timing. It was funny. And, uh, and then someone else was like, right, he's actually on big body. <laughs> like, I was like, you're standing on the corner and phone pause. There's all kinds of felony in your waist. Uh, like, this is a conversation we had. Yo. And then, uh, and then the chef was laughing. The old Asian dude. Yeah. And they were like, Mon, his name's Mon. They're like, Mon, you don't know nothing about no action, Bronson. Uh. And he's like, yeah, who is that? And then he turned around and whispered, he's like, the alchemist is my favorite. The, like, the head what? chef? The head chef? I was like, what? The, and he goes, fuck, that's delicious, bro. And the, I was like, dude, I lost my shit. The head like, chef said it's... that shit? Yeah, I was like, there's bro, no way it's funny because, bro, I ain't, said something about the alchemist, bro, I ain't gonna lie, Jordan, like, I, on no bullshit, like, I'm not, like, in any way, like, I'm, this isn't narcissism, this isn't, like, me, like, taking something, whatever. But, like, literally, bro, I knew... That this opportunity was gonna have so many crazy connections for you, like I was just like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I was just like, you were in a place like I knew that was a good decision when you like went and like yeah. worked there. I was just like, oh dude, it's crazy. like crazy. So I've been there for like three weeks, and they're like, 
we went to the bar. I went to the bar with the head chef the other day, and the, and the, the uh, chef de cuisine, so like the dude right below him. We're at the bar on Sunday, and I'm fucked up. I got way too fucked up. Like I'm, a, <laughs> I'm at the bar for the first time with the, the head chef and like the second in command, and I'm just trashed. And they're like, "Yo, we we're gonna talk to you about something, actually." Uh, so the kitchen is in between two restaurants. There's a brewery and then there's a main restaurant. We do both food. And they're like, we're going to give you and Taylor, who's the sous chef, uh, the responsibility of coming up with a menu for the brewery. You guys need it done by uh, November. And, dude, I've been there for like three weeks. I'm already like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so fire, bro. <laughs> It's like literally like it's crazy because when the owner and like the head chefs and those they want to involve themselves with you, that's saying a lot. Like when they want to talk to you about plans, it's crazy. And it's funny. It's funny that you said that too. So okay, so the fucking owner, her name is Steph. Mm-hmm. This is Saturday night. Comes up to me. She's like, she's super nice. Everybody in the kitchen hates her, but like I don't understand why. I think she's tight. Mm-hmm. So like I'll fucking talk it up with her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you doing on Sunday? Just like, what are you doing tomorrow on your day off? Just like being cool. Yeah. And I was like, I think I'm going to go down to LP, have some beers with the boys. I don't know. She's like, well, maybe I'll see you there. I'll, let's plan on it. You want uh, 2 o'clock? Like, we'll come through. Like, she had like, doing like, us and doing something else, but it's like being involved in that. Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. But in real life, like, it is kind of taking over. I want a mom that will last forever. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that Rugrats in Paris? That shit's so sad, bro. Chucky's like the whole movie. The premise is like finding mo- a uh, a mom for Chucky. Oh, cause yeah, Chucky doesn't have a mom. She died. Oh. And so he's like looking out the window on the way to Paris, and like everyone is cuddling with their moms, and Chucky's just looking out the window at clouds of moms, and it's like the song is like, I want a mom that will last forever. <laughs> it's like so like it's sad as fuck, but beautiful. I just, uh, that's sad, bro. I'm going to try to pull that up really quick. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. Watch it. We'll have a live reaction. Yeah, go watch it right now, please. Just type in, like, oh, bro. Oh, God, I just found it. Oh, this is some little cute shit. All right, oh, play shit. it. Play it. But first of all, I typed in Chucky Rugrats song. The first one is from Rugrats in Paris, but it's called Chucky Chan. Oh, yeah, Chucky Chan. That one's fire, <laughs> too, bro. He like fights a dragon because he wants a mom. And then, okay, these are the these are the four songs. Well, there's three songs, but one is the lyrics version. No, you gotta watch the video. Watch, man. I'm just gonna list these out. Rugrats in Paris, Chucky e. Chan. The second video has a million views. It's called "I Want a Mom That Will Last Forever." Is it him like in a, a thing? In a plane. Yeah, click it. Click it right now. Just click it. Click it. I'm. But they to... have. They came out with a lyric video. Yeah, click it though. I'm about to cry.
Because uh, fucking Stu, the man, he built the huge reptile for the show, and it like broke. So they like he had to fly overnight. Like he's like sleeping. He like wakes up at like six a.m. and like he's like talking, but he's like sleeping <laughs> on the phone. And he's like, yeah, Paris. Like, yeah, no problem. Tomorrow, yeah, I can bring all my family. Yeah. <laughs> and like he literally had like the next day, they like like the entire show has like has to fly to Paris. That's the be- it's the best Rugrats related thing. Rugrats in Paris is like one of my favorite movies of all time, bro. Alright, what's up with this one? Which one? Chuck uh Chucky Chan? No, this is called When You Love. I don't know that one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. That oh shit. Oh dude, this is he's sitting in the corner watching. Yeah, movies. yeah, that one's sad. But I think someone, oh yeah, his dad. Watch his dad. I love the dad. Watch the dad. Watch him. Damn, I got goosey. Oh, hell yeah, Angelica. Fuck Angelica, bro. Love it, bro. I'm about to watch Hell that yeah, part, bro. Hell yeah, Finster. What's the, what's the name of that video called? <laughs> when You Love. The Rugrats movie, When You Love. He just gives my fat old heart. That's nice. Oh, my God, bro. I'm sick of seeing the scary Chucky, though. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Why does that keep coming up? Bro, I need to get Chucky's glasses. The purple squares. 100%. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That was great. Chucky's the hell. What are you watching? Bro, this video... <laughs> this is like a... This is like a fan-made video. Yeah. It's called Chucky and Kimmy Finster. Uh-huh. You'll be in my heart, but the song is by Phil Collins, but it's just a compilation of a bunch of like times that Chucky and Kimmy had together. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Yikes. That's a crazy, that's, I mean, it's real. It's fucking beautiful, like, reflection on a relationship and, like, a beautiful thing. Uh, bro, I had a, oh, what was it? Oh, so we were talking about Netflix before we started, right? You were watching a weird show. Not a weird show, but something. No, it was definitely a weird show. So, bro, a lot of people are starting to um, delete and uh, cancel their subscriptions to Netflix. Why? Because there is a movie out called, like, Cuties. Oh, that 
that's just fucked up, yeah. And it's like 14-year-old girls that are like very, like it's like literally pedophile porn. It's like crazy. Like it's like 14-year-old girls that are like literally half naked doing like WAP video shit. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. fucking insane. It's like so fucking disgusting. It's like there's something about the movie that actually the I think the purpose of them making it was to like make people aware of like like the TikTok era of people of the, all the girls that are like my sister's age like doing dancing videos and shit. But like this is like the most hypocritical movie type shit. Like I watched a movie reviewer on it too just to like hear his perspectives and he said that like he's had enough respect to like not say shit until he watched the movie but like he like was like I this is the most sickening like hypocritical this like worst movies like I've ever watched like as far as like ethical value and like what they were trying to accomplish it's like they literally just fueled like a negative disgusting thing but Shit's fucking. I was like, whoa! Like, I watched the what trailer. What is the purpose? Like, I don't understand. Like, if you know it's gonna get backlash, like, what is the purpose of putting it out? I don't know. It's. I think that there's just I don't know, bro. And it's like on the top eight in Netflix, and I'm sure like half of it is because it's controversial and people are like talking about it and shit. But like, why would they just take it off? That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, what? Like, who? What adult? Like, bro, I'm telling you, let me let like. It's insane, bro. Like, what adult, man or female, whatever the situation, circumstance is, is, like, behind the camera filming this shit. Like, writing this script. Like, uh, casting these girls. Oh, it's, it's not a documentary? It's a movie. It's like a movie. It's like a movie that, like, Cardi B should be the main character, not a 14-year-old girl. It's fucking weird. Like, it's like that, that type of shit, bro. Like, I show I talked... To, I, because I found someone on Facebook, uh, a really, really good, like, all my Facebook friends now are, like, family. That's it. Like, so, I, like, respect her opinion. So, I actually looked into what she was talking about. And, like, um, I watched the trailer and it was really sus. But then, like, people, like, so she has, like, a shitload of comments on her post about it. And, like, people have, like, screen, like, uh, LinkedIn scenes from the movie. And it's... Some of the scenes, bro, like, I showed Morgan, and she was, like, literally, she was, like, this is softcore, like, pedophile, like, shit. <laughs> I don't understand why they would have it. Like, I... I'm about to send you, like, something. Hold on. I don't understand, like, what they're doing or what the... It's it's so disturbing, bro. It's It's crazy. Like, these are roles and scenes written by, like, adults. <laughs> it's just, and these, like, these girls are younger than your sisters, bro. Like, here. This is, like, there's a worse one, bro. Like, there's a worse scene, like. And I think it's like literally the the rating is like rated mature, like it's not even like rated PG thirteen, and it's a fucking like fourteen year old actors. Like, why is it rated mature and like you have people that are like seven years under the age limit to watch it? You know. 
doesn't make no sense, bro. Did you get that? So it's like that definitely needs to be a conversation like that needs to be like well why is this happening <clears throat> yeah I don't know like they need to like there needs to be like that's not so was the movie supposed to raise awareness I don't know I don't know enough about it I think that it was supposed to raise awareness about like I guess Morgan tried to re Morgan's really good at researching shit and so like she found something that was like um, actually you want me to get her in here on it yeah. Okay, hold on. We need an expert. Hey, Morgan. 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 Can you come here for a second? I need you to get this service. Services. Quote you on it? No. No one can quote me on this because. Yeah, but it's just your opinion, right? It's, or just your it's, thoughts it's not my opinion. I haven't seen it and I have a really bad memory problem. But from my, what I recall, basically, like, it was trying to say that, like, kids' innocence is being taken way too young. And whenever I saw the trailer, I told Jared, I was like, this doesn't look bad at all. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. To me, it looked like TikTok, and it looked like they were just dancing and doing the dances in front of the camera. And I was like, yeah, I mean, I was like, honestly, if this is what the whole movie's about, yeah, like, they're 11-year-olds on TikTok doing crazy stripper dance moves. And, you know, like, maybe that's what this movie's about is, like, you know, that. But it is way, way beyond that. It is... Bad but do you think the point of the movie is to raise awareness to sexualizing? That, no, the point of the movie of what I saw, like or what they said, was to say that like kids are being basically exposed to obviously like I mean I guess like sexual like you know like just social media they're being exposed to the world so much earlier. And, I mean, I feel yeah. like, you know, whenever all those memes where it's, like, like, 12-year-old girls when I was 12 versus 12-year-old girls now? Yeah. And it's, like, you know, I was, you know, I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, how I looked when I was 12, I was, you know, and yeah. then you just look at these girls and they look like they're 18. It's just, I mean, it's just crazy. But I think that was... It just seems so weird to make a movie about that and put that kind of shit in it so it's like no, I mean, it, even it, if it's like to raise right. awareness of it but it's no, like it making it worse sense. they just made a whole ass movie about it no they should make a movie about it I think that's a great concept they did from what I've seen I mean it makes sense there's so many movies that are like that from like my childhood and like what was wrong with our generation and blah 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 and they were trying to make okay. a point and they were like okay these girls like like I was saying there's this movie called 13 when I was growing up, I think it came out like 2003 or something. And um, these two girls, like on the cover, they were 13 years old and they had their tongues pierced. And basically, they're like doing drugs and like sleeping around and whatever. And they're like 13. 
you know? And the whole point of that movie was literally, like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, like, to be, like, oh, look what, I don't know. It, it was kind of, like, the same kind of point. You know, they're showing, like, the bad side of it so that you can, like, see what's going on, like, in a lot of people's <coughs> minds. And that, I think that was the point of this movie, I'm assuming. I see your side of it. I see, the, I see that point. I, I, I agree, like, to bring awareness to something, but it just seems, like, extreme when it's, like, fucking jerk-off material to, like, creepy dudes. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. It, what I just said was brash, but it's, like, it seems it like it might be though, that yeah. bad. No, I mean, it. The they completely missed the mark okay. from what I can see. Maybe they were trying to, yeah, okay, so it's probably somewhere in the middle. Like, maybe they were trying to fucking, uh, they were trying to, like, set an example, not set an example, but bring light to a situation that is, like, needs to be talked about or just I mean, whatever. I think that was supposedly is, their intention. They're getting too far or something. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be their intention, but, like, no, it is so beyond that. It's not even funny. Like, it is... Yeah. I mean, I really had no idea. Jared showed me this video, and I was just like, you've... I, I mean, my jaw was just dropped. I was like, you've yeah. got to be kidding me. But, you know, at the same time, you know, me and my friend, she showed... She sent me this girl the other day, because we talk about this a lot. And, I mean, there are literal, tw- like, 11-year-olds and, like, 12-year-olds, and I shit you not. They're wearing, like a like, a bikini. And they're like twerking and doing whatever in front of on TikTok, and I'm like, how is this allowed? And they're like, you know, they that like from their point of view, they're just like trying to be like fun, cool teenagers. They're doing what everyone else is doing. Like, they're very innocent about it, but like they're yeah. obviously not seeing like, oh my God, it's is it two thirty two thirty? How is it two fifteen in the morning? <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, but, you know, it's, like, that should be illegal. Like, these people's accounts, their Instagrams, their TikToks, they are literally so young, so much younger than this movie portrays, and they are doing the same exact thing that this movie is doing, and no one is taking down those accounts, which is frightening, and maybe that was, maybe that's where that movie was supposed to go, but, like, at the same time, this movie was, I mean, like, there was a scene where they were dancing, and she literally was, like, touching herself as, like, dance move in the middle of it. And she's, like, 14. And they were, like, touching each other. And I was, like, what the fuck? You know, I mean, obviously I haven't seen it. It was from a clip I saw. But, like, it was, like, Gross. it was, I can say I don't think they're doing that on TikTok. I mean, they do some nasty shit. But not, like, that was, it was too far. So I understand why they're trying to, like get it taken down and like why haven't they just taken it down like i don't understand why it's still up i don't know it's a good question i thought i I thought for sure it would have been taken down because it's gotten so much bad media but i went and looked and it's number eight jesus christ i'm sure a lot of that has to do because people are looking into it oh no a hundred percent but at the same time i'm like if it has this much bad shit behind it like pedophilia claims and it, someone said it best. It's it truly is. It's like it's like soft porn, like that's what they say it is. I know it's gross, but like when yeah. I say that, I'm like, this is a that to me that would seem like that is the definition of it. Like, yeah, it's 100%. it's it's pushing that boundary. Way you're way too close. You know, like you're just it's <clears throat> disgusting. But maybe it has such a negative reaction that something is actually done about what it's talking 
Well, that'd be the one positive thing that comes from this situation. I hope like it has such you know, a fucking Do you know how old those like, girls oh, yeah, actually TikToks. are? Are those girls, yeah. like, of age or are they young? I have no idea. I've never, like, Jared just showed me my first clip of the movie. I have no idea. I mean, I hope. I didn't even know about it until, like, five minutes ago. I hope they're, at, Jared's tapping me out. Um, but I, I hope that they're, uh, they're not super young in real life. Like, I hope they're only 14 in the movie, but. Uh, they look young. As I know. That they, one look, they do look really young. That's the scariest part. Those are heavy. You're stopping our neighbors at 2.30 in the morning. I mean, those are heavy shoes. You should probably go to. No, they're actually really light. You should probably consider going to bed if you have to get it by 10. Thank you. Huh? Good night. Thank you. But nonetheless, that was just something that I saw. And I was like, taken taken for a fucking right hook to the face. On a lighter note. Watching on Netflix was not that, but it was, I guess, on the, along the same lines. But <coughs> it was a show about a guy. It's called uh, uh, My Teacher Octopus, mm-hmm. or Octopus My Teacher, or something like this. And the word octopus and teacher were in the title. Um, I watched the first half. Well, he's eating my poncheros, and basically it was just about a guy that's just, like, in the shits, like, he's just in the mud, like, he didn't like life a lot, mm-hmm. and then just started diving and met an octopus, and just kept diving to the same spot and, like, interacting with the same octopus. Mm. And then apparently the octopus warmed up to him and started doing, like, weird shit, like it was a pet octopus, but it was in the wild. But he it was sketched because he kept saying, like, the first time I met her, she was really shy, and she wouldn't look at me in the eye, or some shit like that, dude, what the fuck? The first You're time I met her? <laughs> he kept calling her her, and he kept saying, like, my first interactions with her were short. You know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> I remember, yeah. he's like, he started out by saying, like, let's take it back to the first day I met her. I swam down, and yeah. in the middle of the, in the middle of the floor was a, you know what I'm saying? She's like, dude, why are you, like, that's weird, bro. But it is, it is intriguing because, like, octopus are weird. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, it was doing shit, like, it had, like, a shell, like, a big-ass, like, clam shell. Mm-hmm. And it had it, like, stuck to one of its tentacles. And it was walking towards him oh, like it was a fucking SWAT shield. What? You know what I'm saying? It was, like, in its arms, like, shield, and it was looking over the top <laughs> of the shield. And he had it on camera. He's not bullshitting. Like, it's on camera. The thing yeah. is coming at him like this. And then it, like, swatted with one hand and, like, backed up. Like, dude, what the... How does it know how to interact with... Like, this is, like, it moves, bro. Yeah, they're, and they're he's very like, smart. He's like, the craziest thing about the octopus is it has no mom or no dad to teach it. And I was like, for, how do you know about this dude's family history? <laughs> like, how do you know... Do octopus not have parents? How do they... How are they conceived? I'm sure they have parents, but they're probably just blown out of ass and just left. <laughs> it's like, fend for yourself. Yeah. Another crazy thing is, this motherfucking octopus lived in a in, under a rock, like in a cave. But 
on the same rock formation on the other side to like literally like five feet away was a, a family of sharks and like the, the what sharks ate what those type of sharks ate they're like called the it was like the school shirt or something i don't know it was like some weird name of a shark it was mm-hmm. like they were striped mm-hmm. the one thing that it like its favorite food was octopus oh what the and they were named No, yeah, octopus. There's, I've seen videos like I'm sure you have too of the octopus that will like open jars to get like a, a piece of food. They like know how to open the jar and like go in the jar to get the food. It's crazy. There's like they know much. how to do shit. They know how to like interact with life. They're too much. Like they're they're special. They have. They're aliens, bro. For real. If they are. Like, only for dolphins type shit. Yeah. Dude, think of how crazy it'd be if we get to a point to where we can, like, like, talk to a fucking dolphin or a fucking octopus. What are their, like, perspectives? Yeah, their perspectives are nuts, bro. I think their perspectives, honestly, they're probably their real perspective. I think sea life is very underrated. I feel like they really have a lot of perspective. Like, we can't, we can't live in their atmosphere. You know, so we really don't know everything about them. And there's a lot of them we don't know. We don't know a lot of species. Like, we literally can't survive where they can, and they can't survive where we can. So it's like... That was the thing, too, about the movie. I, I, I suggest you watch a little bit of it. If not, I'll just send you a clip. But the where this octopus lived looked mm-hmm. like a forest because mm-hmm. it had trees coming out of the ground underwater. Whoa. And the dude kept calling it the forest... And he, the opening scene is him swimming through it, and he's like, it's crazy because I spend so much time down here, I think of it as a forest, and I think of me as being able to fly. Wait, what? So he was flying through this water forest to go meet his octopus girlfriend. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that's some crazy shit. The last time I ate mushrooms... Yeah. I was watching Blue Planet, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. and all I could think about was the world through sea life's perspective. Yeah, it's like I think they are like the most like. It's hard to say because like obviously we're like evolved, like we can communicate in a way that makes sense to me. We're building buildings, like we have phones and fucking cars. But they are like the most, they're the closest to just like source energy. They just evolve rapidly for what they need. There's a one with a fucking light on its head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just doing real shit. Yeah, they're, they're wizards. Like, they evolve with yeah. like, like, they'll change colors if they have to. They'll fucking, Bro, you know? Octopus is changing textures. Yeah. Can you imagine just be you, being you, and then just being wood? 
No, that's an insane. Like, we need to. I want to. Con- I need to consume a lot more octopus. Because, bro, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's some like worst part. We can do things out of our bodies. They're doing they, shit with their bodies. Yeah, they're doing shit with. Like, we we like. We need a. We need shit. Like they like become shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like we need. We I go, need a suit of armor. That dude just fucking grabs shit. I need it. I need, I need to buy. I need to buy electricity. Like these niggas, yeah, like literally. build it out their head. Like, <laughs> they just like are electric. Yeah. They just are a fucking. You are just a light socket. And that's why, like, bro. I think I might just move towards eating seafood. Like I'm sick of oh, the land. Man. I'm sick of the land right now. Like just for a little bit. That's why I've been like like an aquatic so life. I'm so sick of the land. <laughs> you know what I? You know what I? I noticed too, bro. What's that? So like, I didn't notice it, but I thought about it today, and this is not some schnicey shit, but one of my favorite foods of all time is just raw salmon or raw tuna. Oh my god. Yeah. I do know that in my new job, I just have copious amounts of raw salmon and raw tuna mm. in the building. Yo, you need to uh, get some I was thinking about just making, running a play, bro. Just every day getting a, getting my ten ounces of raw salmon. No, literally, just and then some days, like on a on a good day, take a, a bagel and toast it there, and get oh! some fucking cream cheese and make that Russ and daughters your own. It's, oh fuck! See, that's what I'm talking about, dude. Go get a pretzel bagel. Go get a fucking everything. Go get an onion. Go get a fucking. You have to mix it up. Get a raisin. I did have a bagel this morning, actually. But it wasn't Russ and daughters. Have you seen those new bagels, those bagel bites from Starbucks and Dunkin'? Dunkin's huge here. Like everyone gets Dunkin' if you're in the city type shit. That's so weird to me. But, like I'm not gonna get behind that. I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah, you say that, but trust no, me. No, I ain't. <laughs> Mark, you want to write that down or something? I am not eating. I'm not drinking Dunkin' when I get to when I when I touch down. I am not drinking Dunkin', bro. I do not like Dunkin'. <laughs> I guess you don't have to write it down. Like it's it's yeah. on the fucking uh, what's it status too. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not doing. Why Dunkin? Because it's cheap and it's everywhere. It's cheap. It's everywhere, and it's just like it's very like it's boom 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 boom. It's East Coast. It's like boom 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 run boom 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 boom. boom. Yeah, if they got a better recipe out there, but the recipe in here is oh ass. ass. I mean, there's no, no there's ass. no point if you live in Cedar Rapids to go to Dunkin. <laughs> like there's no point. Like there's zero. Is, there's, is how many are there? there? How many Dunkin' Donuts are there in Cedar Rapids? Like one, two, three. Yeah, there's like two, three every block here. No, I understand, but there's like seven coffee shops here. It, like the numbers are yeah. like the same. Yeah, it's the same ratio. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, is it is the is the coffee good? I mean, it's just like yeah, it's good. It's really flavorful. It's like. It depends on what you get. Like, what do you normally get coffee with? What do you normally get at Dunkin'? If I go to Dunkin', I'll get an ice black, which is just easy. Or I would, like, if I want to get, get some, like... black? Like an ice black coffee? Yeah, I can buy vibe with that. Just simple, clean, easy, clear cup, color, pink straw. Like That's fine. I At Dunkin', the only time I've had it, I had a fucking, like, some flavor joint. It was, like, just a vanilla thing. And the vanilla just tasted like so straight ass that I couldn't even finish it. I gave it to somebody else and I went to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Recently, though, like, so they'll have, like, at, at all times, they'll have, like, a $2 drink. So it's, like, right now it's $2 medium refreshers and it's dragon fruit, uh, green tea, and, uh, uh, like, P- 
peach mango or something like that. No, you just have a different menu out there. Yeah, man. And then uh, they also have, uh, like right now they have pumpkin shit. So like the pumpkin iced coffee is ridiculous, like stupid fire. You think it's, it's better than that pumpkin cream cold brew? No. Have you had that? No, I had that. That shit's ridiculous. That shit is tops, dude. Yeah. I can't get enough of it. Yeah, no, that's tops. Like Starbucks is still big, bro. But I think like for my life right now, like Dunkin' Hits, because they also have just like they they have the the drinks. The drinks aren't even what they're known for. Like their food is like you know what I'm saying? Like they have it's not great quality food, but they have like these bagel bites now because Starbucks got them. And then they have, uh, they yeah, I don't have, think like, we have that here, bro. Yeah, they have like two for two, like egg sausage wraps, like three oh, for four or two for four, uh, like bagels with cream cheese, and then like two for five, like egg bacon and cheese croissants, and then they have. Like, oh, so it's just that value spot. Yeah, it's extreme value. Like I get it, and bro, honestly, like I'm gonna stand by it that I'm never gonna fuck. I'll, I'll have Dunkin' Donuts once just to like give it an honest judgment. But uh, I, I'm a whore for, like a straight slut for, like little small coffee shops. Like, not the chain coffee shops. You know what I mean? Like, I'll walk that extra three blocks to fucking go to some weird-ass coffee shop with, uh, with a weird writer, a, a crack addict, an asshole barista. You know, I like the kind of the vibe of a small coffee shop, like a mom-and-pop coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And there's crazy unique ones. I haven't taken advantage of that in New York for sure. That's what I'm saying. I think that's going to be my play out there. Have you ever seen the show You? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That, like, that kind of like that library vibe. Like, yeah. he's, like he is who I expect to be the barista. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. No, those are unique, and I always like they have really cool baked goods. Like, just unique. It's like a bake sale. You know, yeah, it literally is wrapped in saran wrap. <laughs> um, I'll take a saran wrap scotcheroo. Oh my and, uh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Pretty great. Bro, that Morgan Stern's ice cream place is a, a different experience too. And the dude was like a dick. I was like, fuck, man. <laughs> but like they're in uniform. They have like the fucking parlor hat, like the ice cream, you know. Is it cold in there? Yeah, oh yeah. I'm excited to go in to like little ice cream shop. Yeah, dope. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited just to go back and try that place and get something else. like. Get one of their things? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> Damn. Bless you. Thank you. No, but get like a cookie dough or just like whatever. Everything is very extravagant. Like the flavors are like so purposefully paired. It's not just. What, like, what color is the attire? All white. Is there any blue? Yes. Like blue detailing. Yeah, I think I've seen that on something. Yeah. I mean, there's an episode of action that they're in there. Okay, that's what I Yeah, I think I've seen Big Body Best in there. I think I think Best does a fucking uh, interview in there, too. Like, separate from the episode. Bro, the fact that action held a Street Fighter tournament on the arcade machine in that bitch is insanely legendary. He had a tournament in there? A tournament for, uh, of Street Fighter. <laughs> like, on, like, the, you know, like the so arcade. Fire. It was when his ice cream dropped, and he was doing, like, a little 
He was doing that alongside like those ice cream, like the gorilla one and like the white Bronco. I was so mad that I never got that shit, bro. But it's alright. Dude, just think about what it's gonna be like to come out with your own fucking pairings of like ice cream or like donuts or whatever kind of like sustenance you want to. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so fire just to pop up drops of like random shit. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's not food, just like random like pop up soda shops. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just soda drop. So like, many candy, even, like, so many candy like, ones, bro. Like I love candy stores. You know what? I want to pop up. I want to pop up, and make my own pens, bro. Pens. Yes, I love pens and markers and notebooks. I want to pop up office supplies. No, that's fire. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pop up candle drop, bro. Yeah. Oh, you, easy, you easy, 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 easy. A pop up soap shop. Yeah. It's okay. A pop up fucking exfoliation face cream regimen shop drop. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me with the fucking exfoliation, bro? Have just a buddy exfoliates? Yeah, no, it's over. Bro. It's over, bro. I'm, I have a regimen. You can get the whole kit. It is over. It is over. Uh, Damn. Yeah, bro. Crazy. Yeah. Status. Status, man. That's all the only thing, yeah. Status. That's a big word. Big stew, big fucking stew pickles energy. You know. What's that one song that Stu sings um, from The Hangover? Let me take a little tiger snooze. Yeah. (laughs) How does that start? What do tigers dream of? When they take a little tiger snooze. Yes. <laughs> Do they dream of Molly's heroes? Hey. Or Ali Berry in her catwoman suit? Dude. Don't yes. you worry, you pretty strawberry, and we're gonna get you back to Tyson in your cozy tiger bed. Hey. <laughs> Yo, it's funny. <laughs> Have you seen the Mike Tyson interview recently with Joe Rogan? No. I've learned so much from that interview. Really? Yes, he's amazing. Uh, but then we're gonna front our best friend hug. Yeah. And then we're gonna give him a best friend <laughs> hug. And if you've been murdered by Crystal Head, <laughs> Yo, bro, you know you wanna know something well, fucking hilarious? What's up? Well, then we're shit out of luck. Yeah. You, you wanna know something fucking comedy? <laughs> showing my true colors through expression type shit when I, when that movie came out I did like a cover of that shit and posted it to Facebook to Facebook? yeah that was probably, that took some guts back in the day oh so many guts bro I remember wow, the first time I, impressive. I remember the first time I exposed my voice was like a like a 10 second cover <laughs> <laughs> and I like posted it on like some kind of media source I forgot what it was and like sent it to people nervous as fuck <laughs> what was the cover it was like Alicia Keys <laughs> <laughs> what kind of feedback did you get I got great feedback did you get any sus feedback no zero sus but I was sending it to sus people that's for sure yeah <laughs> but, well uh, they played their part I mean that's a part is to get sus feedback yeah 
dude. No, I did. I, I, <laughs> how I used to uh, express myself musically is funny to think about. I did a bunch of like 10 se- I have like on SoundCloud, bro, I have like a 10 second cover. No, I already know. <laughs> I dropped that shit when like, it was like in 21 Edgewood type shit. <laughs> I thought you showed me at my apartment over there on uh, Lexington Green. It was like the first day I knew you like enjoyed singing. Like I had known you for a long time and never knew that. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, bro. Like I have this song out actually, or this cover out actually. This cover out actually. Like you didn't say it like that douchey. Yeah. No, yeah, I know, I know. I just said it like a douchebag. Like yeah, bro, I have some covers out on SoundCloud. But, <laughs> but bro, I remember one. Maybe the first day I met you, singing was involved. That's fire. We talk about it's funny, it's sketch, it was sus at the time, but it's funny now. It's me and Mike were just trash. I think Schrader was rolling a blonde or something in the living room. And you were just mad as fuck, so you went to your bedroom and like singing country music. That's comedy, bro. Which is crazy for me because like I didn't know who the fuck you were and I was just like, I'm fucked up and this dude pissed and singing about it. I've never experienced that. Yeah, what the fuck? I was like, dude, what the fuck, dude? How do I handle this? <laughs> But I just didn't, and then we like locked the door when you guys left. Do you remember that, or was that Jake? Uh, I think it was Jake. <laughs> but you know about what I'm talking about? No, no. <laughs> you guys left, okay? And me and Mike were high as fuck, and we like kicked straight out, and uh, we were high as fuck, and you <laughs> said that. And we shut the lights off and locked all the doors and pretended to sleep because we were paranoid about what you guys were gonna do. Oh shit! <laughs> like, we were like that high. It was like a nineteen-year-old high. Yo, so it was dude, like we were you, you, was your like heart racing and shit? Or yeah, one hundred percent. Because I didn't know who you were, and Jared, and Mike was like, "Yeah, dude, this is fucking Jake's spot. Like, I don't want to piss Jared." Like, he was concerned. And we were watching like fucking Turtle Man or something, but just trying to be quiet. Like, had all the lights off, and we specifically locked the door. And then next thing I know, Jake comes flying up the hill in like a. <laughs> Chrysler Sebring or some shit. Yeah, the little gold car. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally hit the air at the top of the thing. Parked up in the yard. Jumped in. And just fucking, like, I heard him go for the handle, and we're like, oh, shit. We locked the door. Like, pretend to sleep, pretend to sleep. So we shut the TV off. All the lights are off. And I'm just on the couch, pretend to sleep. Mike's on the other, like, on the chair or something. Yeah. Pretend to sleep. And then all we just hear is the doorknob turn. But it's locked, and then a couple shakes the door, and it's like a rattly window, like, mm-hmm. situation. Like, it was like a rattly door for whatever reason. So there's a, <laughs> like, he's, like, shaking the fucking door handle. And then he just starts fucking pounding on the door with both hands, and we're tweaking. So Mike just gets up and, like, fucking shoulder pops, walks <laughs> over there, unlocks the door, and then just comes right back without saying anything. And then Jake comes in all, like, fucking, like, like big, like, mad. Yeah. And then you fucking lock me out of my own house door. I see how it is. And it walks in his room. And we're just, I'm red. My heart beating. I'm just fucking suited. Like, my worst. <laughs> literally, such a bad experience. I don't know who you are. Like, is Jake going to shoot me? Like, I have no idea who anybody is. Yeah. I'm stoned. <laughs> Whatever. And then, uh, I, that's the end of the story. It was just a tweaky fucking experience. No, bro. That's funny. And he had. He just kept saying that you guys don't fuck. Like, they don't really fuck with, uh... Well, they definitely don't fuck with weed. They don't really get fucked up. Like, they don't like me having people over. We're gonna have to start smoking in the car. 
Like, we didn't even smoke at the house. It was just Schrader had, like, a chick over there or something. No, I remember. He was I remember cool. that. He was rolling the weed up. I'm like, no, dude, I'm respectful. Like, I don't want any issues. I don't think I said anything, but, like, that was my vibe. It was like, I'm never going to fucking smoke weed in here if you guys aren't cool about it. Schrader's just trying to show off in front of this fucking chick that he's brought. Yeah. Well, like, obviously, like, things are the way they are, but, like, I I was, I wish, like, life would have been so crazy if I, like, smoked then. But it's fine because, like, I am where I am because of it. Yeah, but you also know, too, that life is, life is weird because, like, that got weird around that time and, like, you weren't cool with it or whatever for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I was becoming increasingly not cool with it, too. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. Like, it's like, I never was not okay with things. It wasn't, like, the same thing. But it was, like, I wasn't vibing with that situation for the same reason. Bro. And then me, all right. I'm destined to have a mixed trial. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, that clip brings me a lot of joy, but a lot of fucking pain, too. Pain? And not pain in the conventional sense, but pain in, like, I'm kind of embarrassed about it. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it's, like, it's honest. Yeah. It's honest, but it's like David Cho honesty, where it's just like I haven't come to terms with yet because it's like I know that a lot of people would look at that like in a bad light. I hope not. Like, I hope not too, but like it's gonna come out. It's gonna come out publicly. You know, it's one of those things that's like, uh, like that might me too me type shit. What do you mean me too? You know, so, like, you know, like, in the comedy world, like, a bunch of people are getting called out for doing shit. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's warranted, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But some of it is just, like, false or blown out of proportion. You follow with what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like in the future, in, like, a couple years, when, like, I'm, like, accepting my James Beard's award... And the fucking uh, video of me drunk as fuck in Austin saying I'm destined to have a mixed child is just not going to be received well by Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So that's why it just brings me cause for pause. But at the same time, I don't know. I believe in it. I mean, at the same time, like at that time, you may have a mixed child. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're right, and that's the, when I said it, I meant it, you know what yeah. I said, you know, so it's I mean, like, it's, if funniest, I said I was destined funniest, to have it, I'm destined the, to have it. The funniest thing, <laughs> the funniest thing about the video, too, is, like, you're, like, the video starts with you ending, like, a mid-while looking at, like, a fat black ass on 6th Street. <laughs> I know, that part might be worse, though. No, I'm that's beautiful, people. that's fucking amazing, you're appreciating no, life, like, it. so, like. In my opinion, it's just full appreciation and love of life. It's not like, I'm destined to have a nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. But do you think that you, but do you think everybody thinks like us? No, but I, what I'm, like, it's funny, bro, because it's like, you're like, you have, you don't see, you know, you don't, it's like, you love humans. You love it. You're attracted to what you're attracted to. You know how much love came through when I said that? Like, that was honest, just fucking slap me. Like, just 100%. Like, I'm being real when I said that. Yeah. Like, I really feel that. Like, it's in the cards. 
and I didn't say necessarily what it was picks. I just feel like I'm just like not like I just don't get like dude like I just can't get I, I just don't have the same feelings or attractiveness or connection with like I don't know I, what I'm about to say is crazy but I'm destined to have a mixed coffee still <laughs> <laughs> crazy 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 nah dog fucking uh Yes, sir. That was going to be fire, bro. I've never thought about this until right now. What's up? New York. Mm-hmm. Like 2020, late 2021 or something. Like, it's going to be quick. Mm-hmm. For some, I don't know how. It doesn't matter how. Mm-hmm. But there's a fucking, a, a separate studio that's purchased or rented that we can just set up. Oh, every time, yeah. Like a fucking, like a fucking Joe Rogan Experience studio. Oh, every time. We just go in and log in, clock in, and just run a fucking crazy cast or whatever. You're gonna have any kind of. It's just a, it's a fucking creativity studio. I need that every time. I'm in there just painting. You're in there recording music. We got fucking. We're running casts. We have like, just we're shooting skits. Mm-hmm. I'm just cooking food. Just like just because. Mm-hmm. Cooking videos in there, and it's just a, it's an open space that we can do anything with. So I can bring in like a table and a in an oven. Yeah. And shooting videos in there, right where we have our podcast. Crazy. And it's just in a crazy ass building in like Harlem or something where it doesn't, there's nothing on the outside of the building. Like it's like almost like it's run down, but we just had it inside. It's just beautiful. No, mad beautiful. Shit might be in Jersey, Staten Island. Yeah. You gotta take the ferry to go run a cast. Dude, that would be beautiful. That would be so beautiful. Um, hell yeah, bro. This is a fucking runner-upper. <clears throat> yeah, what's the T at? I actually don't even know how to comprehend where we're at in time because, like, there's three. But I believe... All right, make a guess. What is the time today? Uh, two and a half hours. Two hours and 12 minutes and 38 seconds. I thought it was three hours, but it's I think it's two. That's solid. I like these long episodes of randomness and conversation. Fucking, you know. Yeah, there's a little bit of sketch in there too. Well, yeah, there's yeah, but embrace this. <laughs> there's sketch. some there's there's a good amount of sketch in there, which no. I don't care. I don't care if it's left <laughs> or taken, but there's a good amount of sketch. In there. I have a lot of sketch, but like, there's so much sketch. Like, I guess we need to wear sketchers more on some Tony Romo shit. Like, get sketch. Honestly. Honestly, my opinion on the situation is, on the sketch situation, is no edits, if preferable, but there's one exception in this cast that I would say. No, bro, I'm about to fucking end this cast and go listen to uh, that trippy song like four times. I'm going to listen to my song that I wrote today, and then... 
It's lit, bro.